and welcome to the Crazy X Club podcast. This is my podcast series looking at ways to rebuild yourself and your life following a relationship breakup. And it's hosted by me, the Crazy X. Yes, the lady that keeps sharing you these ways that she rebuilt herself when her own marriage um, came to an end back in 2019. So how are you doing guys? I hope you are well. I am getting really fed up with the weather and fluctuations in temperature. So sometimes I feel like it's just getting a little bit warmer and then I go back to freezing cold. So I have got one, two, three layers on to a woolen. <laughs> so I'm a little bit cold as I present this today. Um, also sort of apologies, this has gone up a little bit late today and it's quite interesting that it's happened this week um, because it really ties in probably to the theme a little bit. Um, which is about works in progress um, and how we are all works in progress. Um, this is also like crucial for me and my perfectionist ways. I'm basically just having to admit that my usual night for recording, I just didn't, I just didn't have enough um, gas in the tank or to to sort of put the energy that I like to have in to do these. So I've had to sort of. I've had to sort of push this out by a day and that's why this is this is a little bit later for anybody who sort of like eyes on my normal um, publication time I'm a little bit late but I shouldn't be too far behind so what we're talking about this week we're talking about works in progress or I'm also calling it please don't vomit um, wonderful in progress um, and this is really important because what we've been talking about is these steps that you can take in order to feel like you're able to move on with your life. But that doesn't mean that once you kind of complete steps one to eight that I've gone through previously, that that's it, you're done. <laughs> you never sort of have to revisit things. It's an acknowledgement that even though we do all these all this work and we sort of really do that bit where we kind of, we make peace with the past so that we can move forwards, we are still going to encounter moments in our time where progress towards what we're aiming for might slow down, um, it might might stop completely, or these goals that we set ourselves, we might look at them and go, I don't want to go after this anymore, or this isn't what I expected it to be, and for that reason, I'm, I want to sort of stop here, and I maybe want to sort of go on a different path. And this is all really, really good. And being able to embrace that actually shows you're in a really healthy space with your head and the example I will give you is where I had a really kind of fixed mindset was around my marriage and this idea of I only want to get married once I only want to have um, a child or children if I'm married and once I've kind of got into that I definitely don't want to not be married anymore so like for me the last thing I wanted was to get separated and eventually a divorce because it didn't fit with this goal that I'd set myself was I was going to find someone who was going to marry me, they were going to stay with me from that date on until um, our last days and like that kind of holding hands in retirement home um, and yeah and we'd have kids and the reason why I would wait till I was married because I always wanted to sort of bring kids into a really secure relationship and they kind of have that as they grow up. So what I really struggled with was that was this idea that that um, idea of a conventional family is actually a work in progress and I needed to be able to be a bit more flexible around well you don't have that traditional idea of 
um, your baby boy's um, parents. No, we don't live together, but we're still a unit and we are still in our own very unique, or not so unique way, because there's plenty of people operating in the way that we do. Um, we're different to the idea that I had in my head, but we are still a family and we're still a unit um, and we still find a way to make this work. Also, what I've kind of had to learn and kind of progress with is this idea of my son's upbringing is such a calmer environment than it would would have been if um, myself and his father had really tried to push to stay together. So that's kind of an extreme example of I had this clear idea and I really didn't want to change that goal. But I've, and that's kind of been forced onto me, but it is this thing of gonna use the word again, guys, pivot, being able to sort of react to change, acknowledge that what you were shooting for isn't what you wanna shoot for anymore, admitting maybe you were wrong about something or that you don't enjoy it. It's all fine, it's all good, and it's all part of this continual path that we've got, that we're progressing and we're growing as people, and our, as part of that, our interests change think about it so I know where I'm at I'm kind of um, staring at um, my milestone birthday next year and the idea of like even what's like a nice evening for what I feel now is so different to even five years ago so even in the space of five years um, and I think this isn't just because I've had had a child it's just that getting a bit older your interests change don't they and it's the same with like your overall goals and things like that as well so this is really what I'm talking about in terms of the world is constantly changing it's going to throw stuff um, it's going to throw curveballs your way things that you had planned for might go a little bit awry we're constantly needing to change and that's why we're works in progress towards this um ideal life the other thing is you might get that ideal life so you might go right i ticked everything off i'm doing exactly what i wanted to do um i've achieved it and like oh i don't like it so now i've got a new idea about what an ideal life is and that's again that's what you mean by um works in progress Another side is, um, and it's this is the one that I'm going to sort of share a bit of my personal experience from the past week. Um, the other thing I think about when I think about us as works in progress is we can go through all these steps and we can feel like I have covered every angle um, around making myself feel able to move on. And then all of a sudden something might catch you in a way and you go, oh, I missed something and I should probably do some work on that. So I'm gonna sort of give you an example of what's happened to me. And it's really weird. Maybe it's because I always knew this episode was gonna be about works in progress because I didn't want you to feel like, so you do steps one to eight and then that's it, we're done. Because it's that, you might have to go back and revisit different things and stuff might happen that puts you straight back to step one where you just, all you have to do is tell yourself it's gonna be okay. So I, I always knew that this episode's gonna be about that and it's really weird that something has come up to remind me that I out of everybody and the biggest work of progress go in. So just gonna sort of share with you and I don't know whether this is because of lockdown or whether it's just life in general. And like I said, there's kind of um, peaks and troughs, isn't there, of activity. So. What's one of the things I always talk about, guys? I always talk about how I found running, and I love running. So, confession time. I haven't been out for a run, like, consistently for about two, maybe three weeks. 
Um, can't quite put my finger on it. Um, one of them is that I'm so blooming freezing when I'm in my house, I can't psychologically get it in my head that it's gonna be better for me to get outside. Even though the occasions where I have pushed myself to go um, out for a run, I have felt better and then I felt warmer when I get in. Um, I can't find the motivation. I'm at a stage in my training plan where I have to do quite a big block of run. Basically, that's all the block is. That run for the next one that I've got to do is just a block of running. There's no walking break, so I don't know whether that's something else that's getting in the way. So anyway, what's interesting is this idea that I haven't gone out for a run, I haven't really got an issue with that. And my inner coach, is really supportive and she's kind of saying but it's fine because when you started um over 12 months ago you were you couldn't even run to the end of the street now look at you since you've sort of started there you were doing 5k three times a week um there was a kind of a monthly 10k um dotted in there and then on christmas day you did 10 miles so if you can get to that from absolute beginner having a few weeks off that's probably going to be okay and it might be that you need to go back a few weeks in your training plan but if you apply some consistency and a little bit every day you're easy going to go back go back there and also the days are getting lighter so maybe it's just about being able to get out when i finish work maybe that will be a big boost to being able to go out and do it again but my inner coach is really she's been so supportive so i don't have anxiety around the fact that i'm going to get behind or my fitness is going to drop down again because it will but i know i can deal with that now where there's been a problem is my blooming inner critic and you're going to hear how harsh my inner critic is and i catch her i kind of like i've accepted her voice in my head but every now and then i kind of catch her and i go what <laughs> no leave me alone stop bullying me so got my inner coach going it's going to be fine we can get back on track with the running do not worry about it all it's going to take is probably a couple of weeks it'll feel like habit again and you'll start enjoying it and then we can start building up to that bigger goal that you've got of your half marathon distance and then the nasty little inner critic is in my head and she's going yeah i hope you don't put on weight though because that's like the massive benefit that running gave you is didn't you lose a lot of weight and that's kind of you really need that because if you put on weight and you kind of go back into that zone where you don't look particularly good in your clothes again well that's going to be a massive blocker isn't it because that's what you really had going for you last year when you sort of dabbled around in that sort of dating territory at least you'd lost the weight so you looked half decent uh, we won't cover the face because it's you use your makeup for that anyway but having that weight off that was a massive bonus to you so I, I just hope we don't put on weight again because otherwise that's really gonna that's really gonna affect you and your ability to sort of make friends and definitely puts you out of the running for any kind of physical attraction and genuinely that's what she says that's what she says to me um, my crazy exes she's horrible my inner critic um, and it takes me a lot to sort of ignore her but what I realized was I agreed with her and I really really agreed with her, and I just made me have a yet another of my many light bulb moments I realized you don't like yourself um 
you know you're just you're not there yet you don't have any faith in yourself as a person that you're somebody that people would want to get to know definitely not somebody people would feel attractive and I need to work on that so I've done all that work around my role in that previous relationship um, and that kind of whole I can hold my head up high in terms of that and move myself forwards and in some areas of my life I've got huge confidence but I do just realize I still am using mechanisms or things to put up a blocker to people getting anywhere near the real me so it's that thing of I'll make sure I'm as skinny as possible so that my weight's not a contributing factor I am way more into I put my makeup on now like full face of makeup and I blame zoom calls for that we're probably in a healthier space with with not putting makeup on but I'm back to I look at myself for probably six hours a day which isn't something like I'm a massive fan of doing so I'm, I'm putting makeup on so I'm like I'm disguising like because I I've got no faith anybody would find me attractive if I turned up to a date without makeup on I know that I would not get a kind of success rate or hits like in terms of that person being interested in me that's that's kind of how I feel so if that so there's 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 a mask um, and, or a literal one painting an actual mask on my face because I have got no faith that there's an attractive face um, beneath there and again I think I'm also really easily gonna go into people pleasing because there must be there's something ingrained in me that's like you're still gonna have to really try harder to make sure you're likable as a person because the actual you is just shitty so you you need to work really hard because people generally don't like you once they get to know you again that's what my inner critic says i said she's not a nice person at all so i don't really know quite how i'm going to work on this i just know i'm so much more a work in progress than i thought i was good news is um people will remember one of my major things that i've set out for this year is I'm gonna focus on me for the next 12 months minimum. So I'd remove myself from any kind of romantic engagement or something like that. I really wanted to focus on projects like this. And so success there. And I probably still really wanna focus on my career and sort of making sure I'm progressing well there. And sort of, um, that's like my first, first child is my job, I've always sort of joked. So I kind of still want to nurture that and kind of send myself in a good direction. And I thought that was me working on me, but there needs to be some, some self-care, I think, built up. Because self-care for me at the minute is um, not being too hard on myself if I have a difficult day, mainly difficult days parenting and let myself have a bath. <laughs> And that's my self-care but I've got so much more work to do on building myself up to believe that I'm actually an all right person in fact I need to believe that I'm a nice person I'm a good person to know and somebody should they come into my life would be lucky to sort of have me without me having to sort of do cartwheels and somersaults for them to even think that I'm half decent they just need to sort of like me for me um, and something that I'd kind of realised um, a few weeks ago and I have kind of cut down on my drinking because of it is 
alcohol was something else I was using. So when I have a few drinks, the absolute ultimate confident me comes out. Um, if it goes too far though, it can go into drunk, drunken asshole territory. So it's a really fine balance in that. But that was something else I was using. It's using that to be that confident version of me so that that shy person with social anxiety, she goes away so people get to know that. But actually probably, accepting that shy version of me is probably quite an important thing that people do um, and then they get to know that more confident person anyway once I'm comfortable with them and I need to acknowledge that it's all right for me to take a bit more time to warm up to people it's it crazy it might be crazy things that people don't know but this is like the kind of things we're battling so the other thing I was going to sort of just share with you really quickly um, was this is something so you remember I told you about me as a people pleaser and I've been doing that since I was about nine years old buying primary school friends chocolate bars to kind of go please don't be upset with me anymore please like me I will buy back your affection because I my personality's not enough or I'm not enough as a person so here have this apology gift so also this um, in a critic she's been with me since about the same age group so there must be like this awakening this consciousness and i don't know whether it's the same for girls and boys but i definitely remember so about seven years old and we were asked to do something um really simple exercise think about i bet you they still do this now what do you want to be when you get older what would you like to do for a job and i have no idea why i am um, gravitated towards this but what i really wanted to do on the day that that teacher asked me um was i wanted to be a model and so that's what i wrote down and you had to draw a picture that went with it and i, I wrote down i want to be a model drew a picture of me walking up and down the catwalk now maybe it was um i would imagine i was always tall i'm um I'm tall tall for my age um still am tall for a lady um so maybe it was just i'd heard that models were tall and i thought that's what i was doing anyway this is the sad part of the story um i did this and i as i was drawing this picture and it's always really stuck with me this has um, which is why it really came into my mind when i was thinking about how i feel about myself right now i have been feeling this way since i was seven i wrote down i want to be a model but i knew when i was doing that piece of work that i didn't really want anyone else to see that that's what i had put down because i knew people would find it laughable that that's what i wanted to do because deep down my inner critic told me you're not pretty enough you're just you're not pretty enough to be a model so it's actually pointless putting down that you want to be a model because yeah you're tall but you but models are pretty and you're not you're the funny one you're not pretty like the other girls because you're just not you know and maybe 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 other kids kind of said something like that to me i don't know i don't want to put i'm not putting that onto other people but that's what i had in my head as a seven year old i wanted to be a model but i knew it was a fruitless activity because i had already convinced myself i wasn't um a pretty girl and that's where my personality developed from so i have always cast myself as 
the funny sidekick. I've never been, there's a line in the film The Holiday where Kate Winslet's character says, I'm not even the leading lady in my own life. That is me. I am quite, I am quite happy to be. <laughs> like here she comes it's the it's the it's the corny sidekick that's got a funny line and things like that um and this kind of continued into sort of early teenage years so and something that i kind of called back to so i had a real short time where i did a bit of stand-up comedy and I, by that i mean I undertook a course that helped me develop a five to 10 minute set. Um, and then I did some free spots. Um, I think I got paid for maybe one, maybe two gigs and I ran gigs for a little while. Anyway, part of my original set, and again, it was based on the truth. So my whole set as well was about having low self-esteem, genuinely. So it was taking bits that I didn't like about myself and making it with a punchline basically. And um, I always remember again, 11, about 11 years old, massively into take that. And um, like you do when you're 11 years old, you've got posters up of, of all of them up all on your wall. And I remember there was like this group one and you used to like really love this poster. And I used to look at it and I used to go, oh, I would love to marry Mark. Oh, I'd love to marry Robbie because Robbie and Mark, they were my most favorites. And I would just look at it over and over again. And this is like, this is genuinely the joke. And uh, I was like, I'd love to marry Mark. Or maybe I'd love to marry Robbie. And then it would just sort of seep in. And honestly, this is what I used to think when I was 11 years old. But probably have to settle for Jason. And this really makes me laugh. So like, if you laughed at that, amazing. You should have come to my gigs. I could have done with you. <laughs> Like, but isn't that sad that an 11 year old girl in her fantasy kind of life where she's going to marry one of Take That, she's already sort of pushing herself down for that. Well, there wouldn't even be any point talking to Mark or Robbie because they're going to look at me because, again, not the pretty girl. I need to go to. And then, you know what? And I've probably done Jason an injustice. I've kind of sort of put him at the bottom of the Take That barrel. But. That's how long this critical voice has been in my life. And I think it's this thing of, I kind of wanted to do one because this isn't a crit critical voice that's trying to keep me safe. There's probably a fear in my head around rejection, but what's it actually based around? And this kind of viewpoint that I'm not good enough and that's that recurring thing, not good enough. Couldn't be a model, wouldn't be pretty enough slash good enough, so wouldn't even get a job. Can't marry Mark or Robbie from Take That. Um, so we're settling for Jason and that's kind of been a recurring theme. So I have no answers, but I just thought maybe it would be interesting to you guys to sort of hear about me. This is live, this is what I'm going through right now my work in progress is this inner critic convincing me that i need to put all these layers on in order to be liked as a person and i just thought i've spent so many of these episodes saying guys you need to do this because i've been through it and I'm, aren't i just like this oasis of calm now and haven't i got absolutely everything sorted out but I need to remind myself as well as you guys that I'm going through this 
I'm just another human being going through it and yeah this is this is something I'm working through right now might do a follow-up episode to sort of say what I kind of did but there's going to be quite a lot of back to my sort of self-development book so um I've been listening to um Glenn Doyle um I forget the name of it but it's all all about stop being a people pleaser stop going along with what people think you should be doing and actually go for what you want to be doing and want to be as a person so I feel like I need to finish that that off a little bit and I think I also I think the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of go to a bit of writing therapy and I think I'm just going to like put down on a page who I am um what makes me happy and I'm going to really have a go at what makes me like a really good person to know and I might still try and address some of the not so good things about me and then just kind of have a look at that how it looks on paper um and and yeah and just get that inner critic gone because she needs to because she's really gonna she's really gonna get in the way of stuff so um and I've got this year that I've set to work on myself so I feel like not just these personal projects and things like that actually looking into my core I'm really learning to accept and love myself I feel like I'm taking steps because like I said this podcast is out there and I've told people that it's out there as well so that's like massive for me but I feel like I would just like to be able to look at my face and feel the same thing and just kind of go I am an attractive person and just sort of acknowledge that or maybe just get away from this idea about what is attractive what isn't attractive and actually maybe oh light bulb moment here and now guys maybe um loving yourself is the biggest attractive factor that you can have oh i'm gonna process that afterwards setting myself some homework um so i guess from your guys perspective it's that reminder of we're all works in progress life can throw us things that make us have to pivot um, and sort of adapt and change and that's good and that's part of life and like we've all overcome like one of the biggest sort of changes that life can throw at us and that's a relationship breakup so if we can overcome that we can overcome these other things that life might throw at us but also a different way to think about being a work in progress is you might feel like you've covered everything like i did and then something comes out of the woodwork that makes you go oh yeah i i need to sort that out so that's where i'm at so loads of homework for me this this week i think i'm going to share some of the stuff that i do with that on the facebook group so just before i round this episode off don't forget we've also got a facebook group the facebook group is very much about um, a safe personal space to come and share your experiences to ask questions of other people in the group it's really really supportive um i'm really trying to grow that at the minute when i go on like a little break from recording i'm really going to try and grow that as a community as well so i think it's really important to have ways to sort of talk about what you're going through and ideas from other people we are i've said this before we are small in number but we are mighty um in our energy and everybody in there is so loving and supportive to each other and that's what i want for you guys so come and find us the crazy x club um podcast and um, we're on facebook there is also a page and um, so if you want to keep up to date 
around when I'm kind of putting episodes up and I might be going out to sort of ask for sort of feedback and things like that, use the page, feel free to sort of drop me some messages and things like that around there. So they're both on Facebook and yeah, let me know how you're getting on. Um, last episode of the season next week guys um apart from like a couple of bonus ones so um i've really enjoyed making these and it's really weird for me that the that there's the kind of drawing in a little bit on season one but i've got the best idea for season two that i've started to sort of already put some feeders out with other people I'm gonna have some new voices coming that's all i'm about to say but i shall tell you all next week have amazing weeks my crazy exes take care of yourselves and i'll speak to you really soon bye bye